First of all, I would like to thank all of you for accepting our invitation and joining us at the opening of our new mosque here in Elmere. In today's world, Many people living in the Western world harbor suspicions about Islam and Muslims. In fact, it is no exaggeration to suggest that many people fear the religion of Islam and its followers. Hence, the fact that you have accepted our invitation proves that you are open-hearted people and aspire to forge bonds of friendship between the people of different communities and beliefs. It illustrates your desire for interfaith dialogue and shows you recognize the importance of upholding human values. I sincerely appreciate your gesture and I assure you that our faith teaches us that religion is a matter of the heart and it is for each individual to determine his his or her own path, free from any form of coercion. In this regard, the Holy Quran explicitly states that there should be no compulsion in matters of religion. The inauguration of a mosque is a purely Islamic function. And it will be of no surprise to you that we, Ahmadi Muslims, have an emotional connection and deep affiliation to our mosque. Consequently, it is cause of sincere joy and profound emotion for us that Allah the Almighty has enabled us to build this mosque here in this city where we can join together for the worship of the one God in the way that he has taught us. However, all of you who are our guests have no such emotional bond to this mosque, but have still made the effort to participate in today's event. And this proves that you are kind generous 
and tolerant people. In addition, it shows that to increase your knowledge about Islam, uh, that you want to increase your knowledge about Islam and learn about the objectives and reasons for which we have built this mosque. For this, I also mention, uh, I also uh, commend you because taking the time to learn about the faith and beliefs of others is a crucial way of knocking down the barriers that divide us and exposing those myths that often cultivate unnecessary anxiety and trepidation. Certainly, it is a cause of extreme regret to me and to all peace-loving Muslims that in non-Muslim countries there is widespread fear of Islam and many people believe that Muslims and mosques are good for nothing apart from causing problems and undermining the peace and security of society. However, the reality is the opposite. And so, to alleviate any apprehension that may exist amongst the local community, I shall now briefly mention the core purposes of MOS so that you can all better understand what this new mosque represents. A primary objective of a mosque is the worship of the one God. And so mosques are a place where Muslims join together to bow down and prostrate before God Almighty. The second crucial purpose of a mosque is to be a place for Muslims to strengthen their mutual relations and to develop unity amongst the community members. The third pivotal objective for any mosque is to be a means of introducing non-Muslims to the teachings of Islam and to fulfill the rights of the wider society. It is to provide a platform and venue from which Muslims can join together to fulfill the rights of their neighbors and the wider society, regardless of creed, caste, or color. Let it be clear that any mosque which does not serve as a beacon of peace and sympathy for mankind, and from here, where neither the rights of God Almighty or His creation are fulfilled, is nothing but a hollow and empty shell. <clears throat> Even a cursory glance of Islamic history proves this to be true. 
during the time of the holy prophet of islam peace and blessing of allah be upon him a so called mosque was erected with the intention of causing mischief and sowing seeds of division within society it was built to ignite the flames of hatred amongst muslims and also to trigger hostilities between muslims and other communities notably the jewish community as a result it is recorded in the holy quran that allah the almighty instructed the holy prophet peace and blessing of allah be upon him to demolish the mosque because it had been built with ill intent therefore the mosque was razed to the ground as i said this incident has been mentioned in the holy quran and we so will forever serve as a solemn warning and reminder for muslims it illustrates that if a mosque does not serve as a center of peace where people join to fulfill the rights of other of their uh, fellow beings and instead serves as a breeding ground for extremism or inciting dissent it can never fulfill its real purpose or be deemed a true mosque a mosque's objectives can only be fulfilled when the worshipers enter the mosque with a firm intention to worship allah the almighty and to work for the betterment of humanity a mosque purpose can only be fulfilled when the worshipers are infused with a spirit of selfish uh, selflessness humility and true sympathy and love for all mankind another thing i wish to make clear is that the mosque is a purely religious and spiritual house of worship and should remain free from materialism and clear of anything through which the peace of society is jeopardized all such activities are utterly prohibited by islam and the founder of islam peace and blessing of allah be upon him expressed hatred uh, hatred for such things it is only permitted to hold those events uh, to hold those events or gatherings within mosques that encourage the worship of the one god or which peacefully convey islam's teachings or which serve to fulfill the needs of humanity thus when we build mosques where we join together for the worship of god almighty five times a day and where we hold religion uh, religious events to enhance our moral and spiritual development we also hold regular events and establish schemes 
to serve our neighbors and the wider society. We, we devise plans through which we uh, can help the poor and needy and fulfill the rights of orphans and provide aid and assistance to the vulnerable and deprived members of society. With the grace of Allah to further such efforts, we have established an international charity, Humanity First. And from a community level, we hold various charity events across the world throughout the year. For example, in Africa, when we build mosques, apart from introducing the teachings of Islam to others, we strive to help the local people, irrespective of their ethnic or religious backgrounds. We build hospitals, clinics, and schools where all people are welcome. In reality, the majority of the students and patients who attend our uh, schools and hospitals are not members of our community. Also, for the sake of serving humanity and with the sole objective of helping those who are under, underprivileged, we have established a humanitarian relief project providing water in remote villages and towns of Africa. Our engineers dig boreholes and install water pumps which provide clean and potable drinking water to the local people. You cannot imagine until you see it with your own eyes how the local people who had no concept of clean water are overcome with emotion and unbridled joy when they see it flowing from their taps for the very first time. The innocent children who have been born into destitution and extreme poverty cannot contain their excitement and wonder. For generations, the local people were forced to travel miles on a daily basis with vessels or buckets rested on their heads in order to require pond water for their domestic use. Even that water for which they had to struggle so much was invariably contaminated and the cause of many diseases and illnesses. Given this, when those desperate people see fresh and clean water, it is as if they have attained all the treasures of the world. Accordingly, we believe that if a Muslim desires to fulfill the rights of the worship of God Almighty and fulfill the rights of a mosque, then he or she must fulfill the rights 
of mankind. For Muslims, serving God and serving his creation are intrinsically linked. If a Muslim, God forbid, causes pain or distress to other people and fulfills uh, and uh, fails to uh, show compassion, then even if they are regular in the worship of God, their prayers and supplications are futile and utterly worthless. Indeed, in chapter 107, verses 3 to 7 of the Holy Quran, Allah the Almighty states that the one who, who drives away the orphans and urges not the uh, urges not the feeding of the poor so woe to those who pray but are unmindful of their prayers they only like to be seen of men because they are not discharging their duties towards mankind so their prayers are not accepted here allah the almighty has cursed those even who pray to him but full, fail to fulfill the rights of the weak and needy. And he has declared that their prayers will never be accepted. Their worship and entry into the mosque is nothing but a sham and an empty gesture. The Holy Quran is very clear that their prayers are meaningless and their hypocritical ways will lead only to their humiliation and despair. Consequently, a mosque not only draws our attention to fulfilling the rights of God, but also of fulfilling the rights of mankind and importance of serving humanity. When these are the core objectives of true mosques, there should be no reason for any of you to fear this mosque. Time and time again, Islam has laid great stress upon caring for one's neighbors and fulfilling their rights. For example, where chapter 4, verse 37 of the Holy Quran calls on Muslims to show love and compassion to their parents and families, it also calls on them to fulfill the needs of the vulnerable members of society and special mention is made towards fulfilling the rights of one's neighbors. Muslims are taught to love and protect their neighbors, whether they have personal relations with them or not, and to be ever ready to help them in their times of need. Furthermore, the definition, definition of neighbor in Islam is extremely vast. It includes a person's work colleagues, subordinates, and travel companions. It includes not only those people who live in the immediate vicinity, but comprises the entire neighborhood. Indeed, the Holy Prophet of Islam, peace and blessing of Allah be upon him, said that the person's neighbors include at least the 40 houses around him. Thus, it can be said that all the people of this city 
are the neighbors of this mosque or of people who worship at this mosque. Regardless of whether our neighbors are Muslims or non-Muslims, it is our religious duty to care for them, to fulfill their rights, and to ensure we do not cause any problems or difficulties for them. This is not a favor on our part, but our basic religious duty. In fact, the Prophet of Islam, peace and blessing of Allah be upon him, said that Allah the Almighty had emphasized the importance of discharging the rights of one's neighbors so fervently to him that he began to think that, the, that perhaps they would be included amongst a person's rightful inheritors. In short, now this mosque has been built. Our obligations to worship God Almighty has not only increased, but in parallel, our responsibility uh, our responsibility, uh, responsibility to serve the local community and to contribute positively to the local society has increased manifold. The local Ahmadi Muslims will consider all people of this city as their neighbors and recognize that they have many rights over them and will strive to fulfill them to the best of their abilities. Whenever any of you require our help, we pledge to be there to aid and assist in whatever way we can. I am confident that the local Ahmadi Muslims will take extremely seriously their obligations towards the local society and will always strive to contribute positively to the city and to the uh, to be faithful and loyal citizens who are who care passionately about their local community in light of this i would also take this opportunity to remind the local ahmadi muslims that they must always display the highest moral standards and follow the true teachings of islam and serve their local community through their piety and heartfelt concern for their fellow beings, they should remove any lingering fears or misconceptions of Islam may exist, that may exist uh, amongst some members of the local society. God willing, I'm sure that now this mosque has opened the relation between the relations between our community and the wider public will become ever closer and the ties of friendship between us will continue to strengthen forevermore. I am sure that the spirit of love and mutual affection will continue to grow and you will come to see the mosque as a symbol of peace and goodwill for all mankind.
At this time, more than ever before, it is incumbent upon all of us, whether Muslims or non-Muslims, to work together for the cause of peace and to set aside our religious differences and unite in the name of humanity and work towards the betterment of our nation and strive to bring peace in the world. May Allah the Almighty grant humanity the ability and wisdom to do, us, uh, to do so. At the end, I pray that this mosque proves to be an everlasting beacon of light, radiating peace, love, and humanity in all directions. Amen. With these words, I would like to thank you all once again for joining us on this auspicious occasion. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, with this uh, we will conclude the formal part of uh, this evening and it is our tradition that we uh, conclude the session with the silent prayers. Uh, we will be blessed uh, in the silent prayers uh, that uh, His Holiness will lead us. Uh, you may join us in your own way as you wish. The silent prayer. I mean...